Welcome to the Wildcast, back again. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here for another episode of WCLS. Now, I know we haven't had a podcast for a very long time, and I think we're going to try to get back into the swing of things. I know I say this every episode, but it's a new year. We're going to try to just get more thoughts out there in basketball. We do have another podcast scheduled with uh, Zach, the guest that was on the previous episode, so that's coming in the future. Be prepared for that. Um, but, yeah, we're going to try to get more back to the weekly schedule how we had before. Um, I, it's just kind of deflating sometimes where you put on an episode and you spend a good time on it. And then, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't do how you want it to do. And But I I can look past it, and it's just got to be part of the grind and got to move on. Um, but anyways, today, of course, we're going back to WCLS, the uh, Lakers series, because honestly, there's a whole lot to talk about, and especially with the Lakers, because honestly, they're the, they're the face of basketball right now with um, how much news has been has been really circulating around them. Um, it's been a lot of fire. I mean, not fire, I should say. Is Darvin Ham in the hot seat? Uh What's going on with the defense, um, offensive production, injuries, uh, what roles certain players have, is anybody stepping up? Um, it's a whole lot of things like that, right? So I, I'm very, I've been very irritated watching this team lately. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, if you go and look at the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games, we're three and seven in our last ten. Uh, play the Thunder again tonight which, honestly, the Thunder on a roll, so it's not looking very promising. Uh, but there's a lot of little things to look at. Also, trade rumors. Or I'm also going to step into trade rumors because that's huge with the Lakers this season right now. Um, but, yeah, we'll start off with the thing that's been bothering the most and that I've seen the most news of, and that's obviously the coaching situation. When it comes to Darvin Ham. Um, last year, I think he did a spectacular job. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, started the season out very poorly through 40 games. We had the exact same record as we do this season, 19 and 21. Um, trade deadline hit. Uh, we get D'Angelo Russell, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, Ruby Hachimura. And after that trade, it seemed like Darvin Ham had a plan set in stone uh, we had the starting five of D'Lo, Reeves, LeBron, Jared Vanderbilt, AD. And that starting five was one of the best in basketball. Um, and it's it's weird because that lineup was top top three in defense, I believe. Um, it was kind of middle of the pack in offense, but because they were so good on defense, uh, it just worked. Every it, it worked every single game, and obviously we made it to the conference finals. This season has been a totally different story, right? We come out, uh, we get Cam Reddish, we get Torian Prince. Uh, Max Christie is getting better. He's played very well this season so far. Uh, Jackson Hayes is in the lineup. Christian Wood is in the lineup. Obviously, we've also made the signing of Gabe Vincent, who has seen very minimal court time, and honestly, he's... I've been very disappointed with him because he just got his surgery now and he's going to be out for a very long time. And it looks like we won't even have him when at the beginning of the season we were very excited to have him because of his performance he had in the playoffs last season. Um, but the thing that bothers me most about 
Darvin Ham's coaching right now is that I feel like he's doing too much, right? Last season, we came in and Darvin had this plan and he stuck with it, right? He stuck with the same starting five, D'Lo, Reeves, LeBron, Vando, AD, and that's the lineup that got us to the conference finals. We stuck with the same game plan. We stuck with the same style of play, stuck with the same lineups. The closing lineup we stuck with, we stuck with D'Lo, Reeves, uh, LeBron, Rui, AD. That was our closing lineup. And this season, it just feels like Darvin Ham thinks that he needs to make more moves. Like, right? He feels like he needs to start Cameron. He feels like he needs to start Torian Prince every single game because they have a few. He started them the season, right? Because we had injuries at the beginning of the year. So TP got the nod. Uh, I believe Cam Reddish also had no, not the first game of the season. It was, if I recall, it was D'Lo Reeves. Uh, TP, LeBron, AD. I think that was the starting line of game one. Um, don't quote me on that. But we saw Reeves struggle at the beginning of the year, um, which can happen. for. It could have happened for a number of things. Uh, fatigue from the offseason. Of course, he played FIBA, so he was really just giving it his all there. Uh, still layover from the playoffs, and he just wouldn't catch up to himself yet. Uh, he's still getting used to the new uh, defenses that he's seeing because obviously he's the third option now because of, well, third offensive option because of the last season he had and because of the offseason, teams are game planning for Reeves now. So he's just seeing different coverages. Um, so understandably, he struggled at the beginning of the year. So Darvin Ham moved him to the bench, right? Which I was kind of okay with at first glance. And looking back on it, I kind of wish that it wouldn't have worked because I feel like he saw that Austin Reeves going to the bench improved his play greatly, right? Austin Reeves went to the bench, and all of a sudden he's a six-man-of-the-year candidate, and he's playing like he was last year and even better. Um, So I think Darwin got that concept in his head that if a player's struggling, let's just move him out of his role, move him to a different role, and he'll play better. Um, that has not worked. That's only worked for Austin Reeves this season so far. Um, obviously, we saw Jared Vanderbilt come back, and he's not really started many games because Cam Reddish and Torian Prince have been seeing the starting lineup more than <laughs> more than LeBron because LeBron has missed a couple of games, which is another thing I want to mention because the the lineup has just been changing way too much this year um, with. When you have a recipe that worked so well last year, right? You you don't go to the conference finals and then think that we need a drastic change, and that's what Darvin Ham's thinking right now. And I, 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 it just doesn't sit well, right? Because our starting lineup last year of D'Lo, Reeves, LeBron, Vando, and Anthony Davis, we have all five of those players, um, and honestly, they none of them have gotten drastically better. Reeves gotten a little bit better, I think. That lineup has played three minutes together all season. Three minutes. The best lineup, one of the best lineups in basketball last year, has only played three minutes this season. And it's not like people are injured and shouldn't be getting minutes because Vando's back to being healthy. LeBron's LeBron. He's always going to be. He's always going to be in the starting lineup, or should be always in the starting lineup. Anthony Davis has been playing out of his mind, like out of this world. MVP candidate. Uh, obviously, D'Lo had that slump in December, but. He is back. Like, he is back to playing. He is back to how he was at the beginning of the season when he was lighting it up. He had 40 the other night against the Jazz. Um, and Reeves is 
I feel like he's getting more comfortable, right? He's getting used to the season again. He's just getting back into the swing of things. Um, and the fact that they haven't – Darvin has only played this lineup three minutes the entire season is criminal because he's not even giving the conference final lineup even a chance. They're, he's not even giving them a chance. Like, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me because a lot of the Lakers' struggle this season has been uh, inconsistencies in the lineup and inconsistently inconsistencies in rotation. And I feel like last year we figured out – a, we, we figured out an, like an equation on how to run our uh, rotations and lineups. And now Darwin's just thrown that all out the window. And he's trying to start again because he wants TP to get playing time. And he wants Cam Reddish to get playing time. The reason that so many people had the Lakers so high up in the Western Conference this season is because we just made the conference finals with a team that has only played a half of a season together. And the big thing was we're going to have this team back again and it's going to have continuity now because we're just getting used to each other more. And we haven't even been able to prove that because we haven't seen the starting lineup. It's crazy to me because we, the closing lineup also hasn't played a single minute together. D'Lo, Reeves, LeBron, Rui, Anthony Davis. That lineup has not seen a single minute together. Now, I understand... That Darvin Ham is a Boonhoser disciple, and he prioritizes defense, and it's defense over everything. And if you're not playing defense, you're not winning. But he hasn't even gave a team that was a lineup that was top three in defense last year. He hasn't even gave him a chance. Not even a single like three minutes is nothing in the NBA. Three minutes is nothing. If you play three minutes in a season, you're looking at yourself, and I, I barely played. I didn't even play at all. Might as well say that. There's 82 games in the season. And honestly, we're not 82 games in yet. We're only 40. But the fact that we're still 40 games in and this lineup has only played three minutes together, a lineup that has got us to the conference finals has only played three minutes together. And if I'm being honest, that's kind of what's killing us every single game so far is the poor starts to the game. Uh, I feel like against the Suns, it was blatantly obvious right the Suns got up to like a 17 point lead in the first six minutes of the game when they played them two two nights ago three nights ago a couple nights ago uh they they went up 17 points it it was crazy to me because I I don't know there was no offense there they were trying to pack it on defense because the Suns have such a high offensive like they have such high offensive power and it just didn't work because they went at Reeves every single time. Reeves isn't the best one-on-one defender, and they just scored every single time. Bradley Beal shot 80% from three and had <laughs> had 37 points. Um, but, yeah, the lineups is just one thing personally that's been really bugging me because it's it's weird to not even see a conference finals lineup, start a conference finals starting lineup, even see the light of day. And I when I try to – when I watch Laker games – I, I try to put my D'Angelo Russell fandom aside because I, I'm a gigantic D'Angelo Russell fan. I think he's a great player. And honestly, I think he's one of the most criminally under, underrated players in the league. Um, and when you see a guy go from having this start of the season that he had, I, honestly, he was he was playing so well at the start of the season. And the second that he has a slump he gets moved to the bench and his role goes down like drastically 
it, it went down so much. Um, I wish I could see his like numbers when the first half of the season compared to the second half, because honestly, he's his first half of the season was very, very, very good. It was spectacular, honestly. And then he goes through that little slump in December where he just struggles shooting. And it was kind of like Austin Reeves at the beginning of the season, right? They were just struggling scoring. But the thing with D'Angelo Russell was he was still providing in the assist numbers. And this is D'Angelo Russell's best season in assist-to-turnover ratio. Like, he's having – I think he's tied – no, sorry. This is his second, third highest season in assists per game. And let me look at his turnover numbers here. This is the lowest amount of turnovers he's ever had in his career. Uh, He's playing such – careful basketball he's playing such like good clean point guard minutes um that when he's not scoring he's still facilitating and he's still the number one guy who looks for anthony davis every single play down the court he looks for anthony davis he looks for lebron he looks to get austin reeves his looks um so when he's not scoring and he's struggling like that and he's in a shooting slump he's still providing a whole lot for you on offense um and we saw that when D'Angelo Russell came out and started coming off the bench because Darvin Ham got this little idea in his head where if players are struggling, let's minimize their role a little bit, and then they'll get back to it and slowly work their way back into their role. That didn't work with D'Angelo Russell. He just he kept he kept his solid play, and it was just less minutes. So he was just getting less minutes. The Lakers were just getting less minutes of good D'Angelo Russell minutes. And then obviously he gets put back in the starting lineup against the Jazz, has 40. Um, and I expect D'Angelo Russell to start tonight. Honestly, if he doesn't, I, I honestly don't know. I think we need to get Darvin Ham mentally checked because it's crazy. Um, but I think another part of that is a lot of Lakers fans are putting D'Lo against Reeves. When I go on Twitter, um, when I go look in the media, a lot of people are just trying to compare the both and put them against each other because it feels like that's what Darvin Ham is doing, right? It feels like he's saying Reeves and D'Lo just cannot play together. Uh, whenever D'Lo's off the court, Reeves is on. They barely play minutes together. Um, and when they started last night against the Jazz, we saw what happened. Those two combined for the first 24 points of the game. D'Lo assisted Reeves on three of the baskets. It was just great basketball, a great offensive basketball to watch. And it's so, and it hurts me to see because I like both of these players, right? I love both of these players. And when I see them getting put against each other, it hurts me because if you ask me, I don't, I don't want to compare them. I don't want to, but everybody is, right? D'Lo is a better statistical defender and he averages like the same amount, a little bit less points, but the same amount of Basically the same amount of points. We'll actually look at the averages here. I will specifically go to the averages. Uh, D'Lo's averaging 15 points per game on six assists, uh, 1.9 turnovers, a uh, steal, um, half a block, and he's shooting 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 76 from the line. So 40, 40. From the field, we go to Austin Reeves here. Give me one second. Austin Reeves is at he's at fifteen point two, so he is averaging more less points than D'Lo, less assists, more rebounds, forty eight percent from the field, thirty four percent from three, and eighty seven percent from the free throw line. Um, so 
all around, Delo's just Delo's offensively all around better. Uh, he's has better statistical defensive stats than Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is just getting picked on every time down the, on the defensive end. Um, and lately, you saw with D'Angelo Russell when he said in that press conference that I had a talk with D Wade. Uh, and he basically taught, taught me how to play with LeBron, and it's just the main thing of bringing energy. In the last couple of games, you really saw that. When he locks down, he sits down in the chair, and he just, he'll, he'll try to get into his head and bring the energy on the defensive end as much as he can. I think the reason, the biggest reason is because of it is because of the salary difference. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is getting paid more than Austin Reeves to have slightly better production, and honestly, it, it bothers me because people... Lakers fans are just like Austin Reeves is this prodigy and D'Angelo Russell is complete trash and I want to get rid of him. They play the same. They're dang near the same exact player. D'Angelo Russell is just more careful with the ball. Austin Reeves is just a better, like he he's not a better scorer because he's not a better scorer. If I'm being honest, he's just he can create for himself better than D'Angelo Russell. Um, it's it's aggravating to see because I don't want to see these two put together, like put against each other. I don't want to see that because I like them both as a player. But which and I'm gonna move into trade trade rumors here because it's just gonna fit into the flow of my my talk. Austin Reeves has more trade value than D'Angelo Russell, and I'm fine with that because and on my in my personal opinion, D'Angelo Russell is having a better season. Austin Reeves has more trade value still, and if you can. Get D'Angelo. I mean, if you can get Dejounte Murray for Austin Reeves, I don't see why so many Lakers fans think he should be untouchable. I'm pulling that trigger immediately. You pull the damn trigger if you can get Dejounte Murray for Austin Reeves. And um, I will talk about this more in the future episode of Zach that I told you about earlier at the beginning of the episode. Um, we will be doing like trade rumors. Uh, and making up trades for specific players. And DeJounte Murray will be on that list. And I've already started looking at this, and I've already started preparing for this episode. I want DeJounte Murray in the Lakers. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think he's a, a very good fit. And if Darvin Ham wants to coach this style of basketball, and if Jeannie Buss says that Darvin's job is safe, I think if Austin Reeves has more value, and we can get Austin Reeves for DeJounte Murray, like... Almost straight up. Obviously, it can't be straight up. But if it's if we can get that trade done almost straight up, or if it's even uh, Austin Reeves and Rui for DeJounte and Clint, which I've also seen a lot, uh, again, pull the damn trigger. I don't understand why we are thinking that D'Angelo Russell sh- should be traded when him and Austin Reeves are giving us the same production, right? They're giving us basically the same production. D'Lo's doing it more efficiently, in my opinion. Uh, he's playing better defense. If you look at the stats, better defensive rating, better net rating, better plus minus. It, if Austin Reeves has this much value, and you can get a guy like Zach Levine, if you can get a guy like Dejounte Murray by giving up Austin Reeves instead of D'Angelo Russell, and you have to, you you can give up less pieces by giving up Austin Reeves. Is what I'm saying because he has more trade value. You pull the damn trigger because D'Angelo Russell is having a better season. And I hate to say it because I don't think anybody else will. D'Angelo Russell is having a better season. Austin Reeves is a great player. I want to see him on this team. I want to keep him on this team. I think the Lakers don't need to make a trade. I don't think they need to make any moves whatsoever. The move I think they need to make 
if I had to say, would be to get rid of the coach because Darvin Ham doesn't fit the system. He just doesn't. He doesn't know what he's doing. I, but the Lakers are going to make a trade at the end of the day. They always do. We always do. We're always a team that's buying at the deadline every single year. And if you look at the team right now and you're looking to trade either D'Lo or Austin Reeves, D'Lo's trade value is way lower because he's making more money and his production is a little bit better than Reeves. You trade Austin Reeves so you can keep more pieces. We're trying to make a title run. If trading D'Lo, you have to give up Reeves, Christie, or Vincent, or Picks, or something like that, and you have to give up more than D'Lo, I don't, I don't see a point in it. I don't. I don't. Give up Reeves and keep more assets. Because Reeves is a great player. A great player. And I kind of want to see him in a different situation, I'm being honest, because I want to see this dude thrive. I don't want to see this guy be a third option behind LeBron and Anthony Davis. I want to see him with the ball in his hands and be able to average 21 points a game. I want to see him be able to average 21 a game, and he can on a different team. He can. If you put him alongside Trey Young and the Hawks, I think D'Angelo, I mean, not D'Angelo Russell, I think Austin Reeves will flourish. I think he will be in such a better situation. Quinn Snyder knows how to handle players. I I just think that trading Reeves is a smarter overall decision than trading D'Lo. And again, if you ask me, I don't think the Lakers need to make a move. If this this team made it to the conference finals last year, this team, dang near every single player is the exact same. Almost. If not, we're better. I, I, I believe we're better than last season's roster. The big problem is the rotations, is the lineups, and it's the coach. That is the big problem. And the fact that Jeannie Buss has come out and said that Darvin Ham's job is safe worries me because that means we have to make a deal. We're going to have to if we want to play Darvin Ham's style of basketball. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much – that's my thought process after every single game is – Jeannie Buss has said that this man's job is safe. I don't think it should be safe. Uh, but if his if it is, we need to make a we need to make a personnel change because D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves as a backcourt will not fit Darvin Ham's style of play. And Austin Reeves has more value. Get rid of him over D'Lo. And that's not my D'Lo fandom. I genuinely don't think that's my D'Lo fandom. I think that that's me coming as a Lakers fan. I want to keep more pieces. And if we trade D'Lo and we're trying to get DeJounte or Zach Levine back, we're going to have to give up a lot more than if we trade Reeves as the main piece. So, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much all I got for today. Um, I probably should start stop ranting about the Lakers real soon before I get angry because, honestly, this has been one of the most frustrating seasons for me as a fan. Just coming because I, I feel like I could coach this team better. But... That's all we're going to have today. Thank you for listening. Uh, as I said before, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but me and Zach, the guest from the other episode, from the last episode, are going to be doing an episode again. So be prepared for that. Trade rumors. We're going to make some trades. Be excited. Thank you for listening. Make sure you listen on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. We might put the audio up on YouTube. Uh, make sure to follow, like, rate five stars, whatever you want. Uh, Thank you very much for listening and peace.